book of Luke tonight, the book of Luke tonight, the word of God, Luke chapter 10. And I want God tonight to help men and help women this evening, because many times when people and men and women of God do not have mental clarity, when they're trying to put their finger on why they feel confusion or where confusion sometimes is coming from, it's almost as if there's somehow this invisible enemy. It's like they can't get their thoughts right. They can't get their mind right. It's like they can't think properly. They feel confused. But I'm going to minister tonight on witchcraft this evening. But you need to understand something. And, be, and many times, often, people make a mistake that somehow sorcery and somehow witchcraft tonight, that's just something Hollywood brings out. That's just Hollywood stuff. That it's just something that you see in movies or simply Halloween stuff tonight. But I want to tell you tonight, witchcraft is real this evening. I've seen witchcraft move in many different avenues tonight. Witchcraft tonight can do many things. Listen tonight. It can come against a move of God. But also witchcraft tonight can simply come against you tonight personally this evening. I've seen it, what it does, witchcraft, it leaves you, it puts you into a tailspin tonight, into a state of confusion. It can also tonight, witchcraft can put you into a state of fear where you feel like you cannot move forward or make any steps forward. I want God to help us tonight, God to give us victory tonight over witchcraft and every demonic power of the enemy this evening, witchcraft this evening. Come on, the word of God, Luke chapter 10. Verse 17 through 20. Come on. Luke in the word of God. Tonight. Luke chapter 10 tonight in the word of God. Verse 17 is when the Bible says these words. Then the 70 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and upon scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Then he said in verse 20, nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Come on, church, let's pray. Let's ask God to help us. I, God, I come tonight once again, God, asking for your help. God, tonight, every man, everyone, God, every young person, Lord God, God, that has been assaulted, God, by the power of witchcraft. God, people tonight, Lord God, that are in the midst of confusion. God, in the midst of turmoil. God, in their own spirit, God, in battling in their mind. God, I pray tonight, Father God, your God is able to expose the demonic. God, you're able to expose, Father God, the power of witchcraft, God, and the blood of the Lamb tonight gives us power to have victory, God. God, cause men and women, God, to be, be set free tonight. Give them clarity of mind by the Holy Ghost. God, I do not come tonight, God, in my own ability, nor do I come, God, in my own strength. God, I have absolutely, God, no confidence in my flesh. Holy Ghost, I depend upon you and only you. The people of God this evening said, amen and amen. Think about witchcraft tonight for just a moment. Because if you go to the very beginning in chapter 10 in this text, what's going on now, the son of God, Jesus, he's about to send out 70 to go do a work for God. When he sends these 70 out, 
He wants to make them aware. Let me tell you something, that when you begin to go forward and when you begin to move for God, hell will try to simply oppose you as an individual and as a people of God tonight. He's telling them, now I want you to go into the harvest field. He is sending them out and he says that the harvest field is truly plentiful. He's saying to these men, when you go out, I want you to preach and declare the word of God. He goes, when you go out, I want you to speak and boldly declare him. He goes, when you go forward, I want you to move the kingdom of God and call it to advance. He says something else. He goes, but also when you go out, I want you to be able to demonstrate the power of God that God gives. See, Jesus says to them these words, heal the sick and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. See, even before he told them that, he told them this though. He goes, I want to tell you, I send you out as lambs among wolves. He is letting them know just in that statement that if I'm going to send you out as lambs among wolves, then you have to understand that there's going to be opposition. Opposition in the kingdom and opposition against you and I tonight. See, Luke chapter, chapter 10 verse 19 says this. I have given you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. See this tonight, this statement made by Jesus Christ. He does something. He doesn't just tell them one entity. He tells them two to nine. He goes, I'm going to give you power and authority to trample on serpents and upon scorpions tonight. In other words, he's letting them know that there's going to be an apparent uh, um, two apparent, apparent spiritual dimension. It's going to be witchcraft at work tonight. See, what this is tonight, when witchcraft comes against you and witchcraft comes against the gospel and against you and I tonight, it is spiritual, organized opposition against God's kingdom tonight, church. See, there's, see there are now pretty, um, there's no pretty way to paint a picture tonight. Witchcraft has one aim and one aim only. The Bible says it comes to try to hurt you tonight, church. See, but he understood this. He begins to tell them about witchcraft and the main aim is to hurt them. But look at what he says now. He goes, there's going to be a serpent and there's going to be a scorpion tonight. Mark 16, the Bible says in that, in that book, the same text in a different place. He says, you shall take up serpents literally what the son of god is saying that i'm going to give you authority that whenever opposition comes whenever a serpent is in the way you can simply take it up and take dominion tonight literally you can seize from their territory and you can just disrupt them by the holy ghost see literally tonight you and i have been given a dominion of power but witchcraft is coming for you and i it's aimed for us See, Jesus Christ is telling them now that in verse 19, these serpents is going to try to work against you. It'll try to work tonight against your ministry. If you're a man of God, now you're a leader, a leader's wife. You're called a piece of God. I want to tell you, it'll try to work against you. But look about a snake tonight, how it works. See, when you walk tonight upon a snake, it'll do something. The moment you walk in the lane of that snake and you see that snake, it'll, sometimes it'll coil back. Sometimes it'll stop. But more than anything, it'll make you stop. You see it. It makes you stop. 
And at that moment, fear can begin to grip you and overtake you. And what happens many times is this. When you see that snake on that path, it'll make you choose another direction. That means it can take you off course. It can simply take you off track tonight. That's what witchcraft does. Men and women of God who are set on a course and going in a direction that all of a sudden you're trying to pursue the kingdom and pursue God and hell will meet you on the road. And when it meets you, it's like a serpent. Now you feel the pushback. Now you feel the opposition. And if you're not careful in your mind, it'll take you right off of your direction tonight. That's what witchcraft does. It can do this tonight. To God's people. What it can do. It can oppose you. It can try to limit you this evening. I've seen it try to limit ministries. I've seen it try to limit cities and nations. It will try to discourage you from fighting. It wants you simply to give up. And change your course. It's interesting. I was talking to some of my men on the field. We've been now for a period of time. Away from everybody. And I'm listening to some of my men talk. Man, they go, man, pastor, man, I have really no idea. When we finally go back to church together in the house of God, you know, it's going to be different. It seems kind of weird. You know, we haven't seen them in a long time. I kind of don't know what, to, what, what it's going to be like. I don't really know what to expect. I don't know how they're going to behave. It's been like we haven't seen each other in a long time. See, what they're telling me is, man, this is, this is, this is territory. I've never gone down this road. And so now I'm going down this road and I have all kind of fears. I have all kind of things happening in my mind. I don't know how it's all going to process or work out. That's witchcraft tonight. Let me tell you something. The kingdom of God has always been able to press through by the Holy Ghost. The kingdom of God has always been able to see it through. It hadn't changed. God is still God tonight. Do not allow witchcraft to get a hold of your mind and fear to grip you. Press in and press the battle to the gate. Now look at here. There's another entity. The scorpion tonight. See a scorpion is not a serpent. And a serpent is not a scorpion. A scorpion has its own agenda. See a serpent can oppose you. It can simply take you off track and make you go another day. But a, but a scorpion is much different. See, a scorpion's aim tonight on the tail of a scorpion has a stinger. See what that scorpion does when you get close enough to it, it can pierce you. It can sting you. That's what that scorpion can do. See, the scorpion's aim is to pierce you, to sting you, to hurt you, and to injure you tonight. It's poisonous or it's venom can cause dizziness or disorient you cause confusion and witchcraft against your mind. And all of a sudden you can't think clearly and you cannot see clearly and you wonder, God, am I going? God, am I coming? And you find it sometimes difficult to pray. Have you ever been there? You're saying, God, I want to pray. God, I want to get a hold of you. And you simply begin to go and pray and lay a hold of God and your mind is confused. It's like you can't focus on your prayers, like your words are fumbling out of your mouth. You have absolute total confusion and your mind is overtaken. That is witchcraft tonight. It pierces you, it stings you, and begins to disorient you. And you begin to push back. You no longer push back. Jesus said, there shall be serpents and there shall be scorpions tonight. 
He said, but they shall not be able to hurt you this evening. But think about words tonight, because that's witchcraft. But there's another element of witchcraft tonight, and witchcraft comes by words tonight. You know, people can speak words of hate. People can speak words of bitterness. People can speak words over your life, and those words have an aim, and that is to hurt you tonight. See, words have the power, even this evening, to affect conversion. How many times have I seen young men and young women get saved? They get born again. They begin to live for God. They're trying to make everything in their home. And all of a sudden, somebody comes, speaks words to them. Now they're left in confusion. Because words do have a demonic power tonight. Words are a vehicle. And they carry an element of witchcraft tonight. There's a story in the Bible that comes to my mind. You can read this in your own time about how powerful words are this evening. That's the book of Acts, chapter 13, verse 4 through 12. So the, you can read this all in your own time, but there's a, these word, words are frightening this evening. How much power they have, they can put you and any believer in a tailspin tonight. Look at this. This story goes like this. Here's the Apostle Paul. They're moving into new territory they've never been in before. They're trying to advance. They're trying to cause the kingdom of God to move forward. They go on the island of Paphos. The Bible says they're on that place. And in that island that time, they had built a temple called Venus had a pagan god. This was the Roman goddess of love. You know, what they would do is everybody would travel from all the way around. They would come to that place. They would come have fun, fulfill the lust of their flesh. And they would do this. And the apostle Paul is going into this place and he needs to be able to access people, be able to have get, gain ground and gain dominion. But check this out tonight, church. He goes there. Then the Bible says a man by the name of Elimus, the sorcerer, his name called Sir, and a man by the name of called Sergius Paulus. This man, Sergius Paulus, he was the governor of that entire country. Now think about this. But the Bible says he's the governor of that entire country. And he says in scripture that he is caught by the words of Barnabas and Saul. That means somehow they're declaring the word of God. The word of God is being preached and words are coming out of their mouth. And simply those words have power and they catch the heart of Sergius Paulus. They catch the heart of Sergius Paulus so much that the Bible says, he says, I want to be able to hear their words. And he sought to hear them. That means God's beginning to move and words have a profound effect. They can catch people. They can also cause injury tonight. Think about this evening, church. The Bible says now Elim is a sorcerer is now coming to oppose them. You know what that means now? Now it's going to come against them. And what he does now, he wants to be able to have ground and gain dominion. He begins to speak now to Sergius Paulus. And you got the Apostle Paul on one side, and then you got Elimus Sorcerer on the other side, and now their words are going back and forth. Can you imagine the confusion? That's what words can do to every believer and to any convert. Words here and words that cause your mind to go into a tailspin. Look what happens in just a moment by words tonight. In verse 9 and 10, then Saul, who is also called Paul, full of the Holy Spirit, looked straight at Elimus Sorcerer and said, you are a child of the devil and an enemy of everything that is right. 
You are full of all kind of deceit and trickery. Will you never stop perverting the straight with the Lord? Look at what's taking place. He says, you son of the devil, you are a worker from hell. He says, you are full of deceit, enemy of righteousness. See, Paul says, stop taking words and calling words to twist the mind of an individual. It brings confusion. And I've watched too many times people that are trying to serve God. They're trying to live for God. And all of a sudden, at the right moment, at the right time, someone says this, someone says that, and put your mind into a tailspin. Now there's confusion because words have a power it can affect tonight. Words have an aim to begin to put your life and my life into a tailspin. That's why false doctrine is so dangerous tonight. That's why I've seen family members. I've seen family begin to talk and all of a sudden they argue. All of a sudden they miss some arguments and frustrate. This one has said this one to you. That one has said that one. All of a sudden it affects your mind. They've said hateful things to you. You've said things back. It goes back and forth and now it's caused your mind to be confused. In a moment of time, because words have a demonic power tonight for good or for the bad tonight. See, so many Christians... Don't even realize sometimes words have the power to wait. Pay attention now. I said words can wait on you. I remember this because, you know, words don't always have an immediate effect. You could be prayed up. You could be read up in the word of God. You could be having a wonderful week, a wonderful month. And words that have been spoken to you, things that have happened, arguments that doesn't affect you. But words have the power to wait. They have what I call an incredible hang time. They just hang right there and they wait for the right moment. I remember years ago in Houston, Texas, Pastor Wayman Mitchell came to do a healing crusade. They were having a tent crusade there and I was in that tent crusade. And after the service, it was over. I said, Pastor Mitchell, I want to ask you a question. I said, how is it if you were saved? You're born again. You're washed by the blood of the lamb. How can words affect you? I said, shouldn't it be able to cover you? He goes, yes, Hector. He said, but oh, let me tell you, he says, words, they wait. He said, somebody can speak words to you in a moment. It may not affect you then. He goes, you may be strong enough then. He goes, but it waits when you're weak. It waits when you're under assault. It waits when your spirit has been broken down. It's right when all kind of confusion is. Then those words come in on you and they begin to affect you at that very moment. It made me think about the book of Mark. Go there. The book of Mark chapter 11. Look how words have the power to wait tonight. The book of Mark chapter 11, verse 12. Now the next day when they had come out of Bethany, he was hungry and seeing from afar a fig tree Having leaves, he went to see perhaps he would find something on it. And when he came to it, found nothing but leaves, for it was not, not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, no one eats fruit from you ever again. The disciples heard. Now think about that. He just spoke to a tree and he said his words. No one eat of your fruit from it ever again. The disciples heard it. They heard these words. Now check this out, verse 21, jump down, verse 20. Now in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Peter remembering said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree, 
which you cursed, has withered away. Did you see this now? That one moment words are spoken, it may not have an effect. But time can simply pass by and those words will speak, set in on you. Those men said they, they, they heard him. They, I saw what he said to the tree. We left with God and then we come back. And it's interesting what he says. That when he saw the fig tree, the Bible says it, was, it began to die from the root. See, the root is something that normally is under the ground that you cannot see. In other words, it started from inside beneath and began to die. And slowly it affected the whole entire tree. That's how words are. Words have an aim. They come to you. They may not affect you today. They may not affect you tomorrow. But when all of hell has brought confusion, when all of hell is breaking out in your house, all of your whole world feels like it's falling apart. Those words set in on you. And all of a sudden, inside of you, begin to die just like the tree and you begin to wither away and then you're wondering God why can I not make it God why can I not survive God why is it so difficult because words have power listen to me tonight if words have power that you speak or words have power that people speak what about words you speak upon yourself tonight Will they not have the same power this evening? See, I've seen people many times, they've said all kinds of words and don't realize it comes back on you. See, somebody can say to you, you will never make it. That's words. But it's something now when you say, you know what? I'm not going to make it. I don't see how God's going to bring me through. All of a sudden, you speak all these words, negative words, and they begin to have an effect on you. Words of witchcraft tonight. I've seen them say that about their marriage. I'm done with this marriage. I'm tired. I'm not. That we can't. It's not going to work. Your words are cursing your own marriage now. God, forget it, God. My finances, God. It's never going to come right. They're never going to be right. I'm never going to get a job. It's never going to have an open words now. Have power. They can affect you now. But be careful because what you're doing is you can curse yourself tonight. Because the Bible says death and life on the power of the tongue this evening. I want to look at lastly, removing the power of witchcraft tonight. Because God has given us the ability to have victory by the grace of God. See, there is a hope for all of us tonight that we can, by the grace of God and the Holy Ghost, remove the power of witchcraft this evening. Isaiah 54, 17 says these words. Look at this. No weapon formed against you shall prevail. If you are fruit, every tongue that accept, accuses you, this is the hair of the service of the Lord. That is the vindication from me, declares the Lord, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Now go back to our text in Luke chapter 10. Verse 17 to 20. Think about this tonight. The Bible says the 70 have returned now. They've gone out. They've come back now. The Bible says they're astonished. They are amazed on what they've seen. They're blown away at the fact that they had victory. These 70 now say this in verse 18. And the son of God says to them, 
I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Look at these words tonight, church. Jesus Christ said lightning. Have you ever seen lightning? How quick and fast it can go. Have you seen the moment it goes off, the speed that it can go tonight? He goes, I've seen Satan fall like lightning. You know what he's saying? He says the same speed of lightning. As it goes down, so can demonic power come down with the same force. Do you know that, that lightning, when it moves, it moves at 90,000 miles per second. That's incredible. 90,000 miles per second lightning that fast. He goes, I saw Satan fall like lightning. He said, let me tell you something. Every child of God can trample on serpents and upon scorpions over all the power of the enemy. You can dethrone hell and witchcraft will not have no power over you. I saw him fall like lightning. You know why he's saying that? He goes, I saw Lucifer fall from heaven. He goes, I threw him out of heaven. He goes, I know he can come down. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. See, what he was saying was this. I give you the same authority to remove witchcraft, to remove demonic opposition, just like I saw lightning fall that quick, God gets involved. He's saying to you, you can dethrone him. You can dethrone Satan from your life and from you can cast him down where he has no longer control. Witchcraft cannot have more power than the blood of the lamb tonight. I saw Satan fall like lightning. We can bring him down tonight. That is our portion as children of God. I don't care who you are, man, woman, young person, preacher, leader, leader's wife. Let me tell you something tonight. The kingdom of God can move forward. You can move forward. Your mind can come right. You can pray and have clarity. You can dethrone witchcraft and the power of it this evening. Church, I want every head bowed, every eye closed quickly tonight.